I'm praying for this land I love America America The home of the free But there are people making plans To change America They've no respect for her What matters most to me That Welcome to EA Truth Radio Brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com I am your host, Dan Hennen. Today, our show will be about current events, in particular, the last two weeks. I'll be talking about things that weren't in the news that should have been, and also providing some guidance of things that were in the news, but were not reported accurately. As always, this is a faith-based program. We'll start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty, the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bazelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. Well, we've got lots of updates here. We skipped the show last week, so this episode will be comprised of the last two weeks of news stories. First of all, on May 10th, England was voting. Uh, We're moving to vote with voter ID. This article came out on May 10th. England is moving towards a voter ID process to vote. Now, this doesn't make news here in the U.S. because it doesn't agree with the narrative. Hold on. And it's not going to be presented in the news that way. Voter ID is bad, according to the official narrative. They don't want that. I'm not sure why exactly, but every place should have voter ID for sure. Show your ID at your polling station and vote. Remember, this is the reason they pulled the All-Star game out of Atlanta this year. Under the perception that voting ID is bad. Most other places do have it. England, in fact, is going to go with it. The Ever Given. The Ever Given container ship. Remember, that's still in the Great Bitter Lake. That has not moved on 
after being stuck. It did not continue on its merry way and make the delivery shipments as scheduled. This is still in the Great Bitter Lake in Egypt. And as of this week, it's now been impounded by the country of Egypt. That ship has been impounded. Contents are being unloaded. The ship is impounded. This is not making the news whatsoever, and it should be front page news, although we keep getting all these distraction news articles. Distraction. One distraction is Melinda and Bill Gates. Divorce. So now, looks like Melinda and the kids are staying on a private island to avoid the media scrutiny. The island that they're staying is $132,000 per night. Uh, excuse the noise in the background. There's some construction being done here in the studio. Melinda and kids are staying at a, an island, a private island, to avoid the media scrutiny. This is costing them $132,000 per night. Very bizarre. Now, keep in mind also with, with Microsoft. Remember, it was 2020 when the board got together with Bill Gates on the Microsoft Corporation board and says, you know what, it's probably best if you step down. This was after it was became knowledge, open knowledge, that he was having an inappropriate relationship with a staffer. This was last year. They recommended he step down for all the parties involved. It'd be best, and uh, certainly he did step down after being on the board for Microsoft. So these little things here have been going on for a long time. This isn't anything new. So there's, uh, you know, splitting up. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic, pandemic, hoax, whatever the media would, uh, narrative would like, to, whatever you'd like to call it, I guess, it's uh, new information came out this week. Now, we know that the virus itself is real. That's not a hoax. But I think the whole environment that we're living in with this COVID is a hoax because it's an orchestrated event. The virus itself was man-made. We already know this. It seems like there's two pieces of this. One is the cold slash flu slash pneumonia. You know, the, the things that get people sick or a little bit sick or if they have pre-existing conditions, a lot sick. But the COVID virus itself is not a deadly virus that's going to be killing people. Now, when this first came out, we did see video footage of the news in China where people walking down the street uh, simply collapsed and fell dead. This was all propaganda to bring fear into this COVID-19. Uh, and, and that is the hoax part of all of this, the propaganda. Is the virus real? Yes. Is it man-made? Man yes. Now, the second part of this is not the part that gets the humans sick but it's called the plant destroyer, plant, P-L-A-N-T. This is meant for plants, vegetables, food, more of a food source to kill off everything in the food source, plants, vegetations. Now, that may have been the much, much larger NWO, you know, New World Order, 
focus of this COVID. It was to get into the killing off the plants and the food source uh, as a as a force of uh, as a way of depopulation and as a way to get folks sick from eating the plants and the food and to move to a more synthetic based food and get rid of all of the normal authentic organic food sources. This was out that came out on an interview this last week. So that's something also to consider. Uh, more food for thought there on that comment, uh, on that content. Now, the the person giving the interview suggested that the reason people are getting sick is because they're ingesting this, these ingredients that are meant to kill off uh, the plants. And so that's the part getting everyone else sick. And so that's something else to consider with this whole COVID. person by the name of Abram Boise, Abram Boise from the television reality show The Challenge. Uh, his wife had recently given birth. Uh, they had photographic evidence and some photos taken of the tacos that the couple made from his wife's placenta after she gave birth. Now, they had, they had pictures before and after this of this taco that they were um, using bits of the placenta in the tacos. And they um, openly stated that, you know, she was eating this. It's, I guess, a healthy, healthy option. But we've got to keep in mind, too, the strangeness of what we're dealing with here. If she needed it for health reasons, that's something personally, I guess I don't disagree with, you can do. But why this was plastered all over social media and started uh, being shared all over the place is very, very strange to take the photographs of this uh, recipe that involved his wife's, uh, the new the new baby, the child's placenta was used to making tacos for the family that night. Very interesting. A district attorney in Pennsylvania this week pleaded guilty to raping women in his office and turning on the, quote, noise-canceling machine, unquote, to cover up the sound. Uh, this was a gentleman by the name of Chad Salzman, age 44, a district attorney in Pennsylvania. And I thought this was um, too strange to be true. Looked it up, and certainly enough, this was true, as, a, as it appeared in several news outlets. District attorney in Pennsylvania pleaded guilty to raping people in his office, raping women in his office. And to avoid the loud uh, noises, he turned on the noise-canceling machine to turn off, uh, to eliminate uh, it being too loud. Very interesting, but this is what we're dealing with here with the corrupt individuals in government jobs. In Beverly Hills this last week, the masked bandit was linked to 30 burglaries in the area. Turns out it was a black man wearing a white man mask while committing the burglaries. And so it was a black individual wore a, essentially wearing a white face mask committing burglaries so no one would know his true identity, finally got caught. They linked him to all these other burglaries in the area. It was the same man wearing a mask. And so we get more into this uh, pushing for civil war, pushing for black-white, pushing for racism, um, and this just keeps festering. Here this guy is uh, openly doing it himself, trying to cast the blame of these burglaries in Beverly Hills to a white individual. Interesting. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis this 
week filed a lawsuit against the CDC for damages involving local Florida businesses due to the CDC's recommendations to shut down distance, social distance, mask wearing, and closing down these businesses. Um, DeSantis is the very same person that said, you know what, uh, a lot of these companies have mask mandates. Um, you can go ahead and have them if you want, but but by June 15th, I want them all gone. Do whatever you need to do to phase out uh, your strange uh, mask requirements in your businesses. We all had fun with that last year, but uh, it's getting to be a little too much. I like him in the fact that he gave the deadline and says, you know what, you need to phase out this nonsense. Last week, the Chinese shot a rocket into space, and that was supposed to be falling to Earth last week. That was also in the news, and um, not sure about that. I haven't heard much more on that. If anyone has, you can please leave a comment in the section in the comments section. Barack Obama's family dog died. The Obama's dog died. This was announced on May 8th. Dog's name was Bo. Bo died. That made the news. We don't know yet if that was more dog comms. Usually things happen when someone's dog dies and they make a public post about it on Twitter by the deep state or the black hats. Uh, Not sure if that was the case or not, but just mentioning that for information voting fraud they're going through the case in maricopa county these last couple of weeks in arizona now remember the 2020 census was done when all this started coming out besides with the uh pandemic and the jab and the uh the hoax uh, the covid 19 that all got sides sideswept the big focus in 2020 was supposed to be the the new census that was a big topic of uh, news until COVID hit. And then we never heard anything more about the census. Well, census results are in from Maricopa County in Arizona. It re- was revealed in 2020 that there is only 154,000 voters in that county. 154,000 voters. Well, the votes cast... In the 2020 election, was 158,000 votes. There's not even that many voters to begin with. So once, once again, we're seeing more of this election fraud coming out in bits and pieces here as we go along. But remember, the math doesn't add up. We had votes from dead people. We had votes from multiple people. We had votes from people found out later that they never even voted. When testers went to their homes to say, who did you vote for? It shows here that you voted, uh, you know, Democrat. And the person in the House says, no, I never, in fact, voted at all. We had votes that were switched in the system. All sorts of goodies. Um, Not just one form of of, uh, vote fraud. It was multiple, multiple servers in Germany. The uh, votes being switched by being hacked from China. The Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, announced she will not seek re-election this next year. That I find interesting. Atlanta's going through lots of turmoil. 
the U.S. economy added 266,000 jobs in the month of April. That's fine. That's good. I've got no problem with that. Keep in mind, before the month started, President Biden announced that he promised we'd add 1 million new jobs in the month of April. So Biden was off, uh, not by a little there, but uh, quite substantially off. Let's move along. Liz Cheney in the news this week. Um, she came out. Actually, this was two weeks ago. Liz Cheney was all over the news by saying there was no election fraud. None. Now, we already know this to be not true and a blatant lie. doesn't matter if she's Republican or not. She's saying that there was no election fraud. Well, there was. It's all over. Video, audio evidence, signed affidavits, sworn affidavits. And so uh, she was in the news, and I believe that was more of a distraction, too, to keep uh, keep the focus on her, the spotlight on her this past week, instead of the vote recount audit going on. Trump's ban last week was reviewed by an oversight committee, uh, and this was relating to Twitter and Facebook. Uh, they created an oversight committee to say, you know what, should we let him back in, let him back on social media? Very bizarre, to say the least. I'm still not understood, uh, uh, surely understand why the President of the United States was banned on any social media to begin with. Weird times we're living in. The protests in Colombia last week, the death toll now is over 30 people dead in those protests. That did not make a lot of the news here in the U.S., but big protesting going on there in Colombia, the country of Colombia. The Derek Chauvin trial in Minneapolis completed several weeks back. Chauvin's attorney now is requesting a retrial. That's um, not only is that a common practice to do that, but one of the jurors did come out by saying that he was a member of Black Lives Matter and was uh, for several years. I was not a fan of Chauvin anyway. Now, whether you agree with the result of the verdict or not, you can't have people going around saying that. You can't have a jury member on a large, a largely anticipated and publicly watched trial come out later to say, yeah, he wanted them to go down anyway because... Uh, he was a black man focused on Black Lives Matter. Uh, that's not your role as a juror to do that. So when something like that comes out, you could actually open the door to a mistrial. So it'd be fun, uh, interesting to watch this uh, develop in the next couple of weeks. So once again, very strange. The UK predicts that most of the upcoming COVID deaths in the, quote, next wave will be mainly those who have received the vaccination. Now, this didn't make any news, uh, hardly at all in the United States. When they make a big statement by saying the next wave of deaths from COVID are going to be those who received the jab. Once again, we've been saying this now for months. Do not receive the jab. 
do not sign up, do not get in line, do not receive the jab, the jab is not a way to fix the virus. The jab is what they ultimately wanted from the beginning and had to create a man-made virus to make it so bad as a response to get people the jab to fix it. Remember in intelligence operations and things like this with these orchestrated events, it's based on problem, reaction, solution. Things don't normally go in that sequence in an orchestrated op. They know what the solution is. Therefore, they need to create the problem. An organic, a normal organic catastrophe, you have that problem, reaction, solution. Things get fishy when you start backing into the answers when something happens because it was planned to happen. That's the thing to be on the lookout for. Maricopa County uh, this last week announced that they found uh, the deleted directory. The directory that was full of election databases was deleted before the equipment was delivered for the audit. And so several people full, pulled up this screenshot to show the SQL database in the background of this audit software. The directories were there with all the data files in the folders. But once Maricopa received it, the database files were empty. Those folders were deleted. So once again, the election fraud is just going overboard with all this, none of it making mainstream news. Any mention of it in mainstream news always comes back as an allegation or an alleged election fraud, or it's a conspiracy theory, or Trump is pushing election fraud allegations. This could be further, nothing further from the truth. Uh, the facts are there. There is widespread evidence. The court cases are just allowing not to look at them, allowing evidence to be shown. Therefore, they're throwing these cases out. Very interesting. The CDC this week provides guidance now on those vaccinated. Those have received the jab. The CDC says, well, you know, now you don't need to wear the mask. There's no need for the mask. Well, we've been hearing since day one that we need the mask. We need social distancing. And all of this is spread via airborne. Sneezing, touching. And um, early on, this was announced that that was not the case by those uh, scientists uh, in the know. Said, no, it's not transfer. We do not need to be social distancing. It's not good to wear a mask not helping anybody by wearing a mask anyway. This last week, there was a gas pipeline hack. And allegedly now, in exchange for the hack, by taking it ransom, they were paid $5 million in Bitcoin. Bitcoin, $5 million in Bitcoin in exchange. So we're getting these strange things going on. Folks are saying, how can a gas line be hacked but we can't hack an election. Yes, you can hack an election. Can you hack a pipeline? I don't know. The software that runs the pipeline? Perhaps. Marjorie Taylor Greene in the news again this week. Uh, she had a bet that uh, a debate with AOC to be conducted on the Green Peace, on the new Green Deal. 
to take place on a debate on the Senate floor. AOC agreed to it. The last minute, she backed out. AOC says, oh, no thanks, I'm not going to do it. So once again, Marjorie Taylor Greene is right. She is correct. Um, she knows that by coming up with some uh, of these statements, making a deal for a debate, she already knows that the opposition is not going to show up and not going to do anything about it. So once again, it's AOC uh, and, and these folks digging their own graves in all of these situations. They always seem to fail. As Q says, these people are stupid. Also this week, Liz Cheney out as a leader on the Republican side. Elise Stefanik is now in. Elise Stefanik is her name. She'll be taking over. Vinmo this week bans Mike Lindell's video platform. This was May 16th, just yesterday. Now, why can't Mike Lindell have a video platform? Simply posting videos on his page for Vimeo? Well, they don't like that either. They do not want the truth, the truth coming out. And so, of course, they banned him there. Anyone at this state of the game that does not see what's going on here uh, needs to wake up. Finally, Fauci's home in D.C. Dr. Fauci has a home in D.C. Turns out someone found on the Internet that his house sold March 30th, 2021. His house went for sale. It was sold. Now, the question is this. I don't know the background or the reason behind the house sale. Uh, someone did suggest that he's eliminating his assets. He's reducing, he's packing it in so he can be eligible to, uh, you know, to flee, uh, leave the country, you know, things like that. I don't know if that's necessarily true. That may be disinformation. But the fact of the matter is Dr. Fauci did sell his home in Washington, D.C. Circumstances surround that, I do not know. We have to take with a grain of salt, though, when someone comes up with a theory as to why these things took place. They can certainly also be true, but we also need to uh, investigate and uh, verify um, some of these some of these reasons. That's all I've got for today. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Once again, a big shout out to our donors and Patreons, patrons donating. Um, every little bit helps. Once again, my name is Dan Hennett. Today is May 17th, 2021. Thanks for listening. That's why I stand for the flag And I kneel at the cross Mom, for the friends I have loved and lost In nasty you